Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Philosophize, the podcast where we think, but philosophically. I'm your host, Terry Ann Bell, and I'm joined by Chase Jacobs, who is actually our confirmed co-host now. Um, he said he would do it for sure because he just loves it so much and, you know, just loves conversation. So, you know. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Wasn't pretty good. <laughs> but, um, okay, so. We're just going to get right into it this week. Um, You know, we had pretty good. We just talked a little bit about like our past weeks. We said, oh, it was pretty good. Nothing too interesting happened. We both went over to a friend's house for like a little get together. That was pretty fun for Halloween. But other than that, nothing much. So, but I'm going to give it to Chase because he actually came prepared this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We both came prepared, but I'm going to let him do it because he, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like he has something smart to say. So we're just going to give it <laughs> off to Chase. So Chase, whenever you're ready, go ahead. Well, now you set me up for failure. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, um, I think like uh, Terion was saying in the beginning, you know, conversations to me are something that I value a lot, which is kind of one of the main reasons why I think I've decided to be a co-host on the podcast to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, kind of just to start it up a little bit, you know, we're just going to be talking about conversations, kind of what they what they hold, what they value, uh, good conversations, bad conversations, where to seek conversations, where not to seek conversations, you know, everything under the sun. So uh, to start, I think like I'm just going to kind of give my uh, <coughs> my overall <laughs> my overall uh, analysis of just conversations and how they've helped me. Um to start, I think uh, I think in life, conversations and the value that they hold are kind of everything to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be that you're seeking guidance or attempting to challenge your own morals, your own ideas, whatever the case may be, conversations kind of allow for people to kind of lay out all of their words, all of their theories, everything that they keep up in their head, um, and they kind of project that, which is, you know, to me, one of the most valuable things that you can do. You know, I know a lot of times there's tons and tons and tons of things, ideas and all, all of the above that uh, go on in my head. But conversations allow us to kind of, you know, bring that to life. You're kind of when, when you're having a conversation with someone, you're given a glimpse into the perspective that somebody has that and that perspective is based on an environment that you probably didn't live in mm-hmm. with experiences that you probably didn't experience with life lessons that you probably didn't live through mistakes that you didn't make and successes that aren't yours, you know, but the best part about conversation is, you know, no matter what you're able to kind of get a glimpse into those things, those successes, those mistakes, all of those things without having to make those mistakes or succeed in that way, you know, and I think a good example of that is like, you know, on YouTube, you know, you can learn so much from other people's mistakes. Like, mm-hmm. let's say like the stock market, you know, is a, is a great one. You know, there's probably millions and millions of YouTubers that are on the platform that discuss various types of investing, stock market, cryptocurrency, you know, whatever the case may be. But you are kind of given a different glimpse. You know, there's not really that cut and dry way to invest anymore. There's not that cut and dry way to talk about making money anymore. So these, you know, these people on something like, you know, YouTube, they're able to project all of those ideas. And then me being the person that's at home, you know, excuse me. You know, bored. I can I can go in and I can I can watch those videos and I can see you know oh so and so lost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars investing in this stock. You know maybe I shouldn't invest in that. You know that keeps me from having the risk, but I also saw the outcome. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh in a yeah, way. for sure. Like especially when it's like you had you had said some like about YouTube like 
well, you guys said about YouTubers, like, what they're basically using our platform to, like, us, we can use it to make not, not mistakes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And when you said that, I thought of one person, like, immediately, her name is um, Tana Manjo. Ah. And she is, like, the psychopath of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but the thing is, though, I'm a psychopath, too, and she's, like, it's so fun. Like, I love watching her content. I actually just watched her podcast yesterday. Yeah. It's, um, well, not her podcast, the episode she was featured on. It was Zane and Heath and um, their podcast that they do. I think it's called Unfiltered. Yeah, it's called oh, Unfiltered. No mm -hmm. Zane and Heath Unfiltered. It was really funny. That Because okay. those two... So, like, let me get backstory. So, Zane and Heath are part of the Vlog Squad, which David Dobrik created in, like, a while a while back. And now they're all, like, the best of friends. Da, da, da. And now they're separating into their own little pieces and stuff like that. And Zane and Heath have their own podcast called Unfiltered, where they basically just talk about, like, kind of anything. It's kind of similar to Tana's podcast, where it's just, like, there's no, like, boundaries to not be crossed. But basically just stuff that won't get you in a lawsuit kind of thing. So, it's, like, it's deep. <laughs> right. Right. So, it's, like, an OnlyFans version of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. but um, but anyways, with that though, she was on a podcast yesterday. It was like an hour and like forty three minutes long, but I like those long videos. Like it just uh, it makes my heart smile. Same, I love the long. Ones. The longer ones, I, the long ones are so nice. Like the podcast, <laughs> yeah. they're so much. They're so because I don't know. It's just feel like you get more information when you on those ones. You just learn so much and da da da. da. But anyways, back to the talk at hand. Mm -hmm. Topic at hand. Um. She was on Zayn and He's podcast, and they were just chit-chatting and stuff like that, and she had mentioned TanaCon. And you might have all seen it. You might might have heard about it in the news or whatever because it was, like, it was a pretty big, like, mistake, basically. Um, it was basically, like, so Tana wanted to do her own version of VidCon because she couldn't go to VidCon because of how vulgar her content is in general. Right. So she wanted to throw her own, which was like, okay, you know, go, you boss, babe. You know, do what you got to do. Right. But <laughs> – it just didn't work out at all. So the first, when people first got there, they were like, cool, you know, it was calm, collected, the creators were having fun, all of that. And then as she um, underestimated how many people would come, mm -hmm. and it was like about like 20,000 to 30,000 people that came to this venue. But oh the thing God. is, the venue could only hold 5,000 people. So exactly. So they were all just trying to get in, trying to like get their money to work because they already paid for the tickets beforehand and stuff oh, like that. Everything's paid beforehand. Exactly. They paid beforehand. Uh, they had they had waited outside. Some people had like waited outside for like days just to get in beforehand, like to, holy. and they didn't even get to go in. And then people started getting sick because of the heat. Because because like I think where is it? Isn't VidCon in California or something like that? I think so. It's oh, it's yeah. over there in one of the hotter states and stuff uh, like it's, that. It's on the West Coast for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, but they were going to that, and obviously considering it's so hot, they barely had any water. They didn't they didn't have enough supplies to keep everybody cool and stuff like that so oh, they were all no. just like miserable outside in this right, heat and they were right. like uh, obviously like aggravated because they just paid all this money to yeah. stand outside in the heat and not even get to see like tanner and the creators that were going to be there because they had a bunch of creators there was going to be like um i don't even know i forgot people's names gonna be there what happened like three years ago but it was like big creators that were going to be there basically so but anyway the reason that i went on that whole thing is because just because like tana had made a like a apology, apology video with quotes around it just so you guys know um she had made an apology video about it like you know i'm so sorry this happened you know well she was genuine so let me not put quotes around it she was genuine she was like oh my god i'm so sorry this happened like this wasn't the plan the person like um did me dirty basically like he was just like rude and all this other stuff and then i was just saying like you know if anybody else wanted to throw like a kind of convention or something like that at least they know like mm -hmm. make sure like look at things that you trust because she even talked like a section of she was like these are things i wish i would have like talked about or like even brought up a conversation when i was like having conversation when i was having the um like talks with michael and things like that that's the person that runs the venue that she used mm -hmm. um and she was just like you know i was just thinking like that just came to my head immediately because it's like cause people people want to throw conventions like people actually like doing that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and like planning that kind of thing and all and even for people who like aren't trying to plan for themselves like plan for other people like that might be their job later on in the future like that's just something you can learn from and youtube has a lot of those kind of videos let yeah me tell you. like james charles he had like mm -hmm. his whole channel like for every single month probably has an apology video like well let me not say because i might get copyrighted and sued but yeah. don't sue me <laughs> I promise I didn't mean it. I still watch your videos, believe it or not. Yes, it's a bad thing. 
no, I'm not going to stop. I have your merch. <laughs> Please stop. sponsor me if you want to. <laughs> Give me a sponsorship. You know, Sisters Apparel. I <laughs> I just saw the recent launch with, like, the Teddy hoodies. You know, just, you know, hook a, hook a sis up. Anyways. So. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, like I was saying, YouTube has a lot of those kind of mistakes on there. And I feel like that's a big piece of thing people don't use about YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so beneficial. You can, le- like you said, you can learn from it. Like you said about stocks. You can learn about it. <laughs> you can learn about them. You could like learn how to which ones not to invest in. What might happen if you do this and this and that. And obviously, like you never know what could actually happen. But it's still just nice to know somebody else already went through it. So it's just like okay, this will happen. So yeah. But with conversation and stuff like that, that's one thing that you can avoid. That's one reason why I like conversation that much because they allow you to like Chase. But kind of pick back up of what Chase was saying. They allow you to learn a lot more of like just from talking to somebody. Right. Like because me, I'm the type of person like I'll if I'm interested in something, I'll look it up on Google. But, like, I learn better from, like, face-to-face, which you are, like, if I'm doing hands-on, even in school. Like, if I'm writing something, like, writing something down, I learn a lot better. Sometimes I'm just lazy and type it out because I just don't feel like writing it all out. But when I do write it out, it makes it so much easier to understand and stuff like that. So that's kind of how conversations work for me. When Mm -hmm. I'm talking to somebody face-to-face, like, having an interaction in person, not over text or something like that, it just helps me to like understand whatever they're talking about and plus with text and stuff like that honestly sometimes mm-hmm. texting can like be read into the completely wrong way because i'll send some texts and some people get mad i'm like what do you mean they're like you said this is i'm like no i meant this this and this like but the thing is i don't want to talk on the phone all day like some people don't know how to hang out uh, like yeah you're, you're, you're hitting a sector for me <laughs> oh please please uh, what is your sector no 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 i didn't want to want to cut you off but oh that was basically it yeah texting so. texting for me is like I'm sure you know just as much as a lot of our closer friends texting to me. I I do as much texting as I do painting my nails. I I don't like I just I just (laughs) I just don't text people. And I and you know I get texts from my mom, my dad, you know. And it's not like I don't want to answer. For me, Mm -hmm. it's just like me with my nails painted. Yeah, (laughs) and like acrylics. Right. For me, like text messages, like number one, it's just way too easy to get in contact with people nowadays, mm-hmm. and I, and that is a very beneficial thing until it's it gets also a really bad thing, too, right? Honestly. Until it gets abused, like I don't I don't need to be getting notifications on my phone every every minute of every hour mm-hmm. of every day, whether that be text messages, whatever the apps I have, regardless, mm-hmm. like I just. You know, I can't do that. And, you know, to kind of tie it back into the conversations part, like, you know, I don't think you could have said it any better. Like in conversations, so many things can get misconstrued. And I know you're the type of person that kind of just says, you know, the honest truth, just like me. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of just excuse me. You kind of just you let them know, you know, and over text message that can be, you know, interpreted so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So for me, I kind of just I like to just cut it all you know I'd, mm-hmm. I'd rather you you know uh you said it to me before you're like i'd rather if i'm if i'm giving you uh, i'm gonna paraphrase a little bit mm-hmm. if i'm giving you the time to like talk to you then i feel like you should get that back so well not like that basically said if, if we're gonna talk i feel like we should be able to have a conversation in person and stuff like that basically right. like right. kind of the basis of what you said i said mm-hmm. like kind of jacked up but no, was that like it or was that close yeah, yeah it's like if if you have the time in your day and you have the desire to want to have a conversation with me, then I don't think it should always be that people think like, oh, well, I got to get this conversation over with as fast as possible and I can immediately text back with this person. Like a lot of times what happens that I, I notice is like, you know, think about it. When you're having a conversation with person, a lot of times you take a second and you think, 
with text, that doesn't really happen. There's like instant gratification. You're seeing those text messages coming mm -hmm. in over and over and you feel pressure like, oh, well, this person's giving me their time right now. They might be busy any other time. Let me respond right now in this mm -hmm. moment. Like the reactivity of it, basically. Right. Like since it's there, you're Absolutely. like, you're reacting instead of like understanding first. I, mm -hmm. There was two terms for it, but yeah. you're reacting instead of basically like taking the time to understand what the person was saying and stuff like that. Right. But ev even so though with text, there's so many, like, like you said, there's so many different ways to perceive a text. Yes. So it's kind of hard to even like understand what a person is saying. And you like know that person really well Absolutely. like i feel like texting when you know the person like beyond compared that's like easy because you know oh they said like this yeah. they said like this da, da, da. but if it's like someone new to like a friend that you just met or like someone you met at the club or whatever and you're just texting because y'all are just like chilling and stuff like that like that's kind of hard to like know what they're saying because you don't know like their mannerisms their behavior their characteristics and stuff like that like, you don't know them yet so it's kind of difficult to do that kind of thing exactly so, yeah. but reactivity is a big thing even in like even in person conversation even in Wait, even with in-person conversations as well. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. It's all good. It was just stuck. It was like, doo -doo -doo. it was like, doo -doo. It was <laughs> basically talking Sims language. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, anyway, reactivity and stuff like that. I feel like the best conversations come when you like aren't trying to, you're listening to like understand instead of listening to react. Right. So, because if you're like listening to react, you're like, you're not really, that's, that's not listening. You're just like doing something to just get aroused to somebody. Kind of like gaslighting in a way. I feel like that's what it's compared to a little bit. And sometimes people don't realize gaslighting is like, there's gaslighting a lot of different places, not just in conversation, but that's a different topic for a different day. Because mm. um, people, because people gaslight the jack. That might be a good one for our uh, our friends episode next episode. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, we're going to have a friends episode coming out for you all. So stay tuned for that. You know, friend, let me think, let me go back to find it real quick. Oh, sure. different types of friends. So like real friends, fake friends, yes men, toxic friends how to spot which ones are toxic, how to spot which ones are your real ones, how to like help, what can we do to help you, da, 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 stuff like that. So if you want to listen to that, stay tuned for the next episode because they're going to start coming out consistently every single week from this point forward. At least I'm going to make that my mission. If I don't, sucks, but <laughs> we're going to try to get it that way. So, right. but, um, but anyways, we, um, like basically reactivity and stuff like that. I feel like that's a big thing that people don't get to like, if you listen to react, you're not going to get anything from a conversation or you're like, you're honestly hurting yourself at this point. Cause one, it makes you look stupid. If you're, if someone's like, Oh, I like dogs. And you're like, you like dogs. That's against my religion. Like stuff like that. Basically like out of nowhere for no reason, like she like, Ooh, like stuff like that just gets on my nerves. Yeah. So, but any thoughts on that? I, at all? I couldn't agree more like reactivity over, I, I know there is a word for it. Uh, reactivity there is. I versus just, something. I, I don't mm -hmm. know what that other word Let is, Google but it real quick. yeah, but <clears throat> I think I think you make a good point, you know, with reactivity a lot of times you're, you know, you're giving some like, you know, what like, oh, I like, you know, I like dogs. Oh, you you can't like dogs because my you're religion says on my you religion, can't. Like yeah, my like, Christianity lets me kill dogs. Like yeah, you're sick, you're sick, you're exactly, sick. Like shut up, like exactly. get a life. Like people people not only are so so worried about what other people are doing, but you know, with reactionary things it's it's very dangerous because when you're listening just to react to something bad or something that you don't agree with or something you super agree with, then you're not listening to all of the other aspects of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like if you're only listening for the keywords or like, here's a, a great example. If you're going through your textbook, right, and you have a topic Ugh. for, let's say like, you know, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, when you're reading through that textbook, 
you're going to get a lot more information and a lot more insight if you read word for word than if you just scan the whole thing and look for the mm -hmm. key words that you think might have something to do with the chapter. Exactly. And, you know, I'm just as guilty with that with a lot of different things, especially some, Absolutely. some books. And, and there is space to do so, mm -hmm. you know, when you are comfortable. But in a, a lot of times in conversations, you know, you're not in your element and you shouldn't be in a lot mm -hmm. of these conversations. You know, if you're comfortable that's fine. I'm not saying you should be around people that are always disagreeing with you, but you should be around people that I personally feel like are challenging your ideas. And mm -hmm. they're not like, like you said with the friends part, like, yes, men, like that is super, super, super dangerous. And mm -hmm. I know you probably have a good amount Ooh, to say about yes. Let men, me so. tell you something. Yeah, so for those you. of you who don't know, or like who don't even know who I am, um, obviously I'm Terry on, you know, going to be famous one day, just putting that out there, mm -hmm. manifesting it into the world. Absolutely. But, <laughs> <laughs> Off the podcast, me and you. Absolutely. So, but um, basically, I'm like I would say, I'm pretty well known around campus. Like my one friend Joyce, she calls me Beyonce because everybody knows me. <laughs> he's being he's being generous. Yeah. By, uh, pretty much everybody on campus knows you, whether you know you know them or not. <laughs> that's the best part. No, that's I don't think I don't think everybody knows me, but like. I know, I basically, I know a good bit of people, and a good bit of people know me, like, they know who I am, da da da, da. Right. So, but even just saying that, like, uh, obviously, with being, like, kind of that person that, like, knows everybody, like, you know, everybody, people know you, it's kind of just, like, you get a lot of yes-men in your life eventually, and it's, like, distinguishing which ones are which. Like, even in high school, like, I had a lot of yes-men people that were just like, oh, yeah, you should do this, you should do this, and I would ask, like, sometimes I'd be asked for, like, genuine opinions, and, like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know, and they'd just be like, oh, yeah, whatever you're doing is great, and I'm like, thank you for trying to gas me up, but also, like, not thank you, because you're not really benefiting me. Like, that's not going to help. Right. Like, if I'm about to jump off a cliff, and you say, oh, yeah, you should do it, yes, yes, yes. What do you mean? What do we mean I'm jump off a cliff? Like, I'm going to mm -hmm. die. Stuff like that. Like, because those, honestly, those people honestly come, like in the beginning, they're like, they're cool, but then as you start to age with them, you start to realize, like, hmm, maybe this person isn't the best because they're right. just like, you know, they're they're not really benefiting me because my mom always tells me, too, one thing I learned this year helped a lot is, like, everybody serves a purpose in your life, whether it be friends, whether it be, like, your family members, whether it be, like, teachers, professors, colleagues, peers, dogs, anything. Any People and objects and, like, animals serve a purpose in your life. You just had to figure out what that purpose is. So for some people, their purpose is to just basically be a leech off of you and get, like, what they can out of you doing the dumb thing with them saying yes to you doing the dumb thing. But some people, like some of my other friends, like Cheyenne, Chase, Haley, just to name a few, Shauna, like, just to name a few, they tell me, like, you know, you're literally, like, dumb for doing that. And I, like, I honestly benefit, not benefit, I What's the word? Appreciate. appreciate. There it is. I appreciate that a lot more than I would someone just saying yes, because honestly, even though I might like be like upsetting at first to hear, when you start to process it for yourself, I'm like, hmm, I'm glad they told me that because that could have like lead it, led me down like the opposite path or something like that. Like if you have people that are just like, oh, you're a dude, you'll be okay, you'll be okay. Like, no, like stop and be like, no, like if you keep doing this, you're, whew, <laughs> a name comes, <laughs> mm. ah, a name comes, <laughs> anyway. a name comes to mind, but whatever if you know you know if you don't know you don't mind your business right so, if you don't mind know, your business and you don't know for a reason <laughs> <laughs> but some people if you told them like you know this isn't the best thing to do or like hey you should might want to like take a step back and think about how this in specific how this could like hurt you mm -hmm. in general <laughs> that might be yeah. the best thing to do <laughs> yeah i'm gonna give it back to Shay because this is getting real Specific or right. Pacific as one TikTok said. I thought it was funny. Like this is getting real Pacific. So. <laughs> but but yeah, I think 
that is just like a big thing to think about too. Like, make sure you, like when you're talking when you're talking to people, make sure you, like you don't have yes friends, honestly. Because sometimes, like even though they are like good for Insta gratification and stuff, ooh, good terminology. Even though they're good for Insta gratification and stuff like that, they're honestly not gonna really help you later on. Like when you get to like, just make sure you watch out for those people. And honestly, actually, let me take that back. If you want to keep them around, that's on you. But just know they're not. They're like they're not gonna really help you that much in life. At least that's my personal perspective on it. I so. couldn't, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Like you're talking about like just instant gratification and just, just the word instant, instant anything. like Is not me, good. To me, uh, well, I wouldn't say it's not good. You know, instant rice is pretty good. You put that thing in the microwave <laughs> for a minute and you got some white rice. <laughs> oh you know, God. instant rice is pretty good. No, but in, in, <laughs> in general, anything that you get that's, you know, instantaneous that it, you are given right in that moment usually isn't for your best benefit. And I think I can apply that to so many different things, you know. You can apply that to your friends. Like anybody that gives you an immediate answer back either really, really, really knows you or they're just kind of pushing you away like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Making you a side you know, piece, whatever. basically. Yeah, and you, you have to be really careful because there's people out there that are really, really, really good at making you think that they're your friends mm -hmm. or making you think like they're telling you what you need to hear when mm -hmm. in reality they're telling you what they need you mm -hmm. to hear. And just because it's been a long, like, time that they've been talking to you like this doesn't mean they still have your best interests at heart and that is one of the toughest lessons and most hardest to like see but once you see it it's like hmm it does bring trust issues because like but obviously i don't think honestly i don't think trust issues are a bad thing though in some no. cases like if you're trying to build a relationship with something like that obviously trust issues can come in a way because you got to learn how to trust your partner that i know they're not going to cheat on you stuff like that right but honestly sometimes trust issues are what makes people like it's based it's not trust issues really it's just like a gut feeling what people mm -hmm. call it like Sometimes trusting your gut and like that feeling is like the best thing you could do. Because I've seen most instances of people have like trusted their guts and it's like literally, literally like saved their lives and like keep them alive and stuff like that. So, but anyways, what were we talking about before? No, I just just about the like just the. Uh, let me gather my thoughts. Just like the context behind the word instant, you know, and I think like, you know, it, it's very ironic. But I'm sure if if you're at even close to anyone our age then you would know that instant gram or instagram is probably one of the biggest platforms on the app and it gives you instant gratification in every single excuse me sorry no it gives you um instant gratification in every single sector of the app you open the app and you are instantly shown with people that have different lives than you maybe they're richer maybe they're poorer maybe they you know are workout enthusiasts maybe it's your likes uh, yeah and then your likes is another one mm -hmm. that you get instant gratification you know i, I know so many different you know I'm, I'm not saying this to be conceited but i know quite a, a few women you know between high school between college whatever that you know they can't they have to post pictures at specific times of the day yeah and, like they have a whole schedule like they legit right. like, will go on to instagram like look at the feed and stuff right. like that and see like okay this is when i should post this right. one because this it is when i should post likes exactly and, and exactly they value not gonna the lie most. i used to do that too i'm guilty of that yeah I'm, so. I'm sure we all are i mean i never really posted a whole lot on instagram mm -hmm. so i can't really say it was undercover right i can't i can't say that i was guilty of that but i was definitely guilt, guilty in the other sectors you know direct messages are another thing you know you you know, a lot of times you're, you know, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get a significant other. Maybe you're texting a girl or a guy or whoever mm -hmm. it is like, hey, you know, whatever. And then, you know, I know I'm very guilty of it. If I DM, you know, this is just my own experience. Mm -hmm. If I'm DMing a girl or I'm trying to, you know, get get a conversation started, a lot of times I find it like 
I'm always checking. Like as soon as I send that DM, within the next five minutes, I'm back on Instagram checking if she yes. responded to me. Yes. And even when I know that she didn't respond, I just want to mm-hmm. check. Maybe I can catch her typing, or exactly. maybe maybe like maybe she wasn't on Instagram when I sent it, but mm-hmm. now she's on Instagram and now she'll see my like. Mm-hmm. It, it gets so compulsive, like obsessively yeah, compulsive. It's bad. You know, and like I do. I'm not gonna lie, dude. What were you saying? No, 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 no. Go. Oh, I was gonna say I do. I do that too, and I'm trying. I'm like I've noticed it this year more with um, ooh, specific. I noticed it this year when it was like, happening to me. I was like, okay, I'm kind of like checking up on this person like a lot back and forth. Like this is not like I need to like take a step back and stuff. Because honestly, I was thinking like think about it myself. Like if I know someone, if someone keeps texting me like constantly, constantly, constantly. Yes, I'm gonna think it's nice. I'll also be like, you need to like stop texting me. Like I want my own time. Like I'm not gonna right. answer you. Like stop. And. The thing, and I feel like with um with just like girls and stuff, like talking to like your person trying to talk to, it's a little bit different just because like in that kind of sense, like you're looking for the person to do that kind of stuff because that's what you like. That's like one of your like check marks or something like that. Right. Like, hey, I want this person to be like to let me know at least like if they're doing something or not like that. Like if they're gonna answer, if they're not gonna answer, which is kind of like which is good and bad in some cases. But to me, like right. to me, I don't mind doing that kind of stuff. Like I'll text a person like twice and I'm like I'm not gonna text them again because I don't want to annoy them and stuff like that but I feel like in a good relationship you gotta make sure like in those kind of things you're like okay I'm not annoying this person I'm just this is just me and they accept me for who I am that's right. a whole different topic anyways sure. <laughs> but yeah wow we're getting a lot of different topics like this is a lot of content so you guys better like yeah yeah <laughs> you better keep watching because this sure. is a lot of content but even like, anyways just stuff like that just like DMing people on Instagram like checking back and forth because I know I do that whenever I'm texting somebody like I'll look at my notification because like your phone tells you when someone texts you like immediately mm-hmm. but sometimes like if you had your phone glitch in the past, you're like, okay, my, my, maybe my phone glitched. Let me check to make sure, like, it didn't glitch. Knowing, like, mm-hmm. good and well that your phone didn't glitch. You're just, right. like, want to see if they texted you or not. Yeah. So, maybe Instagram needs an update or, you know. Exactly. Maybe, exactly. You know, whatever. Maybe my phone's, like, not working. Maybe Apple's yep. slowing it down again. You know, Don't sue yeah. me. Like, maybe they're slowing it down again, you know, stuff like that. So, but one thing I will say, though, too, I had, like, for those of you who, like, because, so for those of you who don't know, I, well, you probably don't know because we're, like, you just meeting me for the first time, quote, unquote, meeting me. But. For me, I used to have, like, real big difficulty with conversation and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it was, it's weird. Like, I would get self-conscious thinking about, like, everything I'm about to say. Like, hmm, maybe I should say this. Or maybe I shouldn't say this because it'll, like, mess this person up. Like, maybe it'll say this. Da, da, da. But then this is a good and bad. This is, like, a bad mindset to have, in my opinion, sometimes. But just saying whatever honestly helps a lot. Like, you, because, like, people, what is this saying? I forgot what it's called. It's, um, oh, my gosh. It's, like, it's easier to ask for oh, forgiveness yep. than to, like, ask for to ask to do it or something it's something like it's that. easy to ask for, for it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission yeah that kind of thing it, yeah. that's kind of that's the kind of mindset i think about with that because it's just it's it's honestly just so much easier just like because like you can you can explain whatever you need to explain and if someone gets hurt honestly if you didn't mean if you know you what your intentions were whatever like if they get hurt by that and you knew what your intentions were and you explained to them as well like hey this is not how i meant it but also do it in a way where you like accept like you understand why they're hurt don't be like oh whatever i did this you get over it but like be like okay i know i did this to you i'm sorry it hurt you this way i apologize da, 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 da. and if they're still like oh da, 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 i feel like at that point it's just like whatever because you just didn't listen to anything i was saying like we were saying listening to respond instead of listening to react i found out what it was i looked that's what it was. listening to respond versus listening to listen to react versus listening to respond Listen to like just for the synopsis. 
listening to react basically just like listening for something to like go off and gaslight or like just make an argument about versus listening to respond versus like understanding what the person was saying and then going off of what you understood they said basically so but yeah just even with that just like but anyways back to the oh i derailed my bad back to the story i was saying I was, i'm bad with, i was bad with conversation like i would get nervous because this one person i used to know she said oh and this quote is something since like she said it, i don't know why it's like you know them things like it's just the smallest things and it's just like that stuck with you like that affects you the most absolutely like absolutely. that was one thing that she she had said like you know you suck communication that's why nobody wants to talk to you be your friend and i was like oh. at the time i was like whatever you know who cares like i did this and then like years later it was like every single time i think i'm like okay like wow maybe this is why people don't talk to me because i'm bad at conversation and, like for a whole like six like five six year hot like time i was like i don't know how to conversate with people and then like this year, my one friend, Danny, she really helped me a lot with that. She was like, you like, because she helped me with my communication and stuff like that in general over the summer. It's a whole thing. But she was like, you know, like, I'm proud of you. I was like, oh, thanks. But like, for what? And she was like, because like, you like, like you talk to people a lot more now. Like, and I was like, because I always, like, for in reality, I always knew how to talk to people. Like, I'm a, I'm a pretty good conversator, just mm-hmm. even like in this kind of stuff. Like, I'm a good conversator. I like to talk to people. I just like to have conversation and stuff like that. Yeah. Got to work on my speed on talking. However, that's a work in progress. But <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless. nonetheless. <laughs> but even with that whole thing like it's just like stuff this stuff like like that little thing just like hurt like so much and i was like i'm bad at communication like i'm not gonna ever talk to anybody i'm just gonna be my friend i don't know how to talk to people but then just to realize this year like i do know, i do know how to talk to people because like everybody just freaking talks to me all the time like sometimes right. like i don't want to talk to y'all like please just don't talk now to you're me. having <laughs> the opposite problem it's like you were you started talking to everybody and now everybody wants to talk uh, back to you exactly right. exactly like, you'll, i'll be walking through the hallway and so be like oh my god hey Tara. i'm like hey trying to do like a quick wave and goodbye and then they're like walking up to me i'm like i have to go like i'm so sorry like i don't want to i can't talk right now like, i'm busy even though i'm not busy i just don't want to talk to people all the time so yeah. But, you know, it, just, it depends. Like, conversation, I mean, conversations could be both good and bad. Absolutely. Depending on how you take it and, like, what route your conversations go and how you approach a conversation, I feel like that's something that you could do. So, with that being said, what are some, Chase, what are some things you think people could use to better their conversational skills? Like, what are some things that, like, ideologies that you think people could adopt to, like, make, a, for even if they're insecure about conversation, like, make a conversation flow for them easier or sure. just, like, if they're... Just, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think I see what you're saying. Um, well, first things first, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I think with conversations, you know, it's important to have conversations with things that you don't know or don't understand. But mm-hmm. if you are the one that's initiating the conversations, a lot of times I've found that it's helpful to bring up things that you're very passionate about or things that you already you know, maybe you don't talk with other people about it, but maybe, you know, you're you're more comfortable than your average person in that sector that you're conversating about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, the stock market's a perfect example. I keep bringing it up. But for you, I, I could talk about quantitative and qualitative analysis, and it's going to make zero sense to you. Legit in one ear, out the other. And it, it just because it doesn't make sense doesn't mean it's beneficial. But, you know, you couldn't start up a conversation about stocks. No, maybe you could. And I I don't want to sell you short, but, you know, it would be like very generic, though. Like it wouldn't be as detailed as Chase's would be is basically I think he's what he's saying. Yeah. And so I think it's it's really beneficial for you to, you know, if you're uncomfortable in conversations, be the one that starts them. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're the type of person that, you know, you feel like oftentimes people are talking about things that you don't understand and why am I so stupid? Like these Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about things that I, 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 you know, I can't even fathom or understand what's going on. And, you know. A lot of times you just have to understand the fact that, number one, you're at a different place and spot in your life. But, Mm -hmm. you know, number two, people are passionate about completely different things. You know, you could talk to me for probably an hour and a half about different shapes and nails. And I'm going to say, like, 
yes, I how is there more than two or three? You know, and I could sit here and tell you about qualitative and quantitative analysis with specific stocks and index mm-hmm. funds within the stock market, and you're going to say, "Like, what's an uh, index fund?" Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> like, well, "What are you? What are you even talking about?" You know. So, you know, not to I got off track a little bit, but one one thing I found very often helps me is just be the one that starts the conversation. Because mm-hmm. if you're the one that starts the conversation, a lot of times you can take the conversation where you like or where you don't like or kind of hold off from the things that you feel are making you, you know, not uncomfortable because the un- uncomfortable is good, but, you know, mm-hmm. things that maybe you don't morally agree with. And it, it's good to hear those things, but a lot of, you know, you don't want to be around like, you know, not to name drop anybody, but there was a specific um let's say leader <laughs> let's say leader that um particularly didn't like the opinions and things that other people had to say mm. you know and that's and that's very dangerous because when you're closed minded especially a le- in a leader's a leadership position you know that's it you're not you're not appealing to the masses you're not you're no longer getting you know everything that you can out of whatever it is that you're doing you know and you know, kind of to tie back, it really just is about, for me, like, I think just some of the really good things is, you know, being able to start the conversation, talking about things that you're comfortable with, but also, you know, it's it's very hard to analyze this, but I know me personally, ever since I was a very young kid, and uh, we actually talked about this before we even, you know, before we started recording, I, I don't know if it was today or a week ago, but... Mm-hmm. We were talking about how essentially constructive criticism is something that I think if you can't take constructive criticism, that's your number one flaw in conversations. If Mm -hmm. you have the ability to listen to somebody criticize you from – and I'm not saying criticize you like, oh, you're a – filthy disgusting you know what or, or whatever that, that oh my that's God. not oh my God. <laughs> that type of criticism is not constructive but or it would or it was like hey you know i saw you i saw you struggling with that math problem and i actually found out a different way to do it if you if you stop doing it that way and you actually try it this way you might actually benefit a little bit more and although we all know no one talks like that no nonetheless you know if you have the ability to listen to somebody give you their advice, I'm not saying that everybody that you're going to encounter is going to give you the best advice because you're going to hear bad advice, but even bad advice is good, you know, because then you know what not to do or, the, you know. So essentially for me, like, I think my two big things are like being comfortable in, in having like a few topics that you're comfortable in talking about. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And number two, your ability to perceive constructive criticism. Like if you have the ability to listen to somebody give you advice, give you criticism or tell you how you can be better and not take that to heart and actually, you know, use that or implement that into your life. Like I think that there's very, 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 very few people that you will have a conversation with that doesn't give you any value. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as you have those two things like – Pretty much every conversation, even if you're having a conversation with somebody that was from a completely different walk of life or religion or whatever the case may be, you can still relate on something in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And something you know? like, and you might have to, you might have talked to them a little bit to find what that thing is, but right. everyone has something in common, like hundred right. yeah. percent. So, and it can get exhausting to always look for that kind of thing. But you know, if you're really willing to do it, then. 
by all means, go ahead. So. If, yeah, and if you're willing to do it, not to cut you off, but you will 100%, and I'm not this all-knowing guru, but you will 100% reap the benefits if you are the type of person that can listen throughout the entire conversation. And, and just like you said, like, you know, I think a, a great thing, too, is is just not being so reactionary, not being so, like, mm-hmm. if you can just listen to a conversation, even if you think the conversation is not going to give you any value, you know, I know that billionaires would disagree with me because every minute of every day for them is, is it, it counts, and I can't be spending time, you know, having conversations with people that aren't going to give me any value, but, you know, that's the 1%, so, uh, and I hate to break it to a lot of you, but you're really not in that, so if no. if you're not a part of that 1%, then you, in my opinion, this is only strictly my opinion, you need to have the ability to have conversations with people that maybe you don't agree with, or the mm-hmm. conversation you think provides zero value to you, like, I've had conversations at 14, 15 years old, and I was like, what is this? And then, you know, five years later, I think to myself, like, wait, what that person said is actually making a ton of sense. So you might not even know that a conversation is benefiting you in the moment, but in time, it could pr- prove to be so beneficial to you. So I, I encourage everybody to have conversations with people even if you don't agree with them especially if you don't agree with them because if you can take that constructive criticism and be honest like there's there's very very few people that will give you a negative conversation mm-hmm. and you know in some way shape that you can't find that they've done right so. right but yeah guys so that was our talk with conversation and stuff like that. Now, like we said, we like to do a quote at the end of every episode just for something for you guys to think about, maybe to add to your quote repertoire. Rep- rep- repertoire? Rep- <laughs> repertoire. That's not right, but you know what I'm trying to say, whatever. So. Repertoire. <laughs> repertoire. There, there it is. Go. Repertoire. So, but mine that I found this week, I th- that I found, this one is going, it's from a PlayStation ad from 2020. And it's called, it says, and I quote, the edge of what we know is the beginning of what's possible. Because the edge of what you know is the like when you're starting a conversation with somebody and then what's possible is what that person knows as well. Wow. That's a really, really good one. And right? Me, and me being, you know, very, very interested in history, you know, we know that like there was there was an end of the world at one point and we thought that if you you know sailed to a specific part you would fall off the end of the earth but mm-hmm. then we completely found a, a whole new culture a whole new species or not species but a whole new group of humans that we never thought ever even existed with civilizations we never knew about but you know ah, that's just mm-hmm. a little bit of a tangent but um a little history if you yeah, will yeah i always got to put it in but um so got to plug it yeah gotta plug i would your s- potential major you know yeah maybe but uh, I think mine um, is a little more on the, uh, not the kid's side, but if, if you know, if any of you guys at home, I, I hope, and if you haven't, you need to go do this now. But if you've seen <laughs> Lion King. Um, oh, if you've never seen Lion King, like, yeah, go watch it. Like, yeah. where are you at at this point? There's a lot of quotes in the Lion King that I find that are really good. But one of the characters, uh, Rafiki, who is the, he's, I believe, don't quote me, but he's either a baboon or he's a monkey. I don't know. He's he's basically like a a, a guru, and he I says think he's a baboon. Yeah, and he he says to uh, Simba and you know all those characters. He basically says, <clears throat> and quote, "The past can hurt you, but the way I see it, you can either run from it or you can learn from it." Ooh, that's a good one. 
That's a really good one. And I really, embracing the uncomfortable. Yeah, and that space. came from a children's movie. I'm about to say, For like y'all, y'all really rewatch those children movies yes. because they have a lot of stuff that we wouldn't so have gotten when we were younger. Like even just with like regular TV shows, like even the jokes and stuff, like you yeah. miss a lot. Yeah, so. absolutely. But. Well, all right, everybody. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Philosophize. Like I said, we'll be uh, posting every Friday at three o'clock. So um, awesome. tune back in and we'll be talking about some other topics as well. If you have any that you would like us to talk about, um, comp, what, what could I comment on? Hmm, let me think. Can you comment on Apple comment. Podcasts? I don't know if you can or not, or Spotify. I don't think you can comment. Well, well, Spotify, I know you can because Joe Rogan made like a big deal about when he mo- made his move entirely to Spotify that he still wanted to see feedback. So I'm almost positive you can comment on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Check me on that, please. Okay. Well, but if you can comment on spot, if you can comment on Spotify, comment what kind of topics you want us to talk about, what kind of questions you might have about certain stuff. Um, then also. We're on Podbean as well, and I'm pretty sure they do comments as well. So just comment kind of stuff you might want to see and things like that. Um, but, yeah, just uh, podcast or – no, not podcast. Podbean or Spotify or anything like that. Um, Army Radio, and then just search for Philosophize and then the topic. So today's topic is conversation. So Philosophize, parenthesis, top – I mean, Philosophize, parenthesis, conversation, parenthesis, closed. And there you go. So, but, yeah. Well, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you come back again. And Chase and I will see you soon. Anything that you would like to say before we close off, Chase? A fetus in. Oh, okay. A fetus in, everybody. <laughs> Guten Nacht. That's good night in German, in case you didn't know. So, okay. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you.